Hi teachers, it's Chantel, and I just wanted to make this brief recording for you about using the Pilates philosophy to inform and inspire how you invite new students to practice with you. Essentially, how you get them to pay for your services. And I wanted to do that for two reasons. The first is because we've been talking a lot about the Pilates philosophy lately and what it means, how to integrate it, and how to teach by it. In fact, this was the topic of our last two Thinking Pilates podcasts with Deborah Colway, which you can check out at thinkingpilates.com or on the Skillful Teaching website um, under the podcast section. Um, in any case, the second reason I wanted to make this recording is that one of the hardest things for us to do as teachers is to invite someone to pay us to teach them. We either feel ashamed that it's too costly, which I would propose is actually just a story that we have that not all of our students share, or we are not at all comfortable about why they should practice a certain way or what the results will be if they do, meaning that we can't always take our stance as the expert in this scenario when that pivotal moment arises when a student is really looking to us to guide them and tell them how to practice. The way this question was posed to me recently, um, and certainly not for the first time, was with regard to how to help students make the leap from their first taste of Pilates, whether that's a class or a private session or some kind of introductory package um, to a, a full package of some sort and typically this means private sessions. In this specific case the teacher was experiencing not only a little bit of hesitancy in making the recommendation but also a fair bit of fear over whether or not the student would be able to afford to continue after this introductory session um, happened. So very often we are so focused on our teaching that we don't stop to consider how we are actually going to sell our service to a student. And many of us are not even comfortable with the word sell or selling in relationship to our teaching, but it is what we have to do if we want to make money. And it doesn't have to be pushy or sleazy or inauthentic. In fact, if we use the Pilates philosophy as our basis then it's really easy and it actually feels um, a fair bit invigorating. Now I'm a huge proponent of running your business and teaching from a place of why rather than how or what. And what I mean by that is what's the underlying reason, the passion and the purpose behind your teaching, not just the details of how you do what you do. So it's important that we start by understanding or at least clarifying for ourselves why the Pilates method has value to us in the first place. What about the ideas of uniform development in the internal shower or fully developed breath, awareness and control in the body, flowing motion, precision, any of these Pilates principles? What do these things mean to you and how do they inform how you want your students to practice? I want you to ask yourself, are these things why we think everyone should practice the Pilates method. So consider this question. So consider what the Pilates method means to you, how it's meant to be practiced and what it will achieve. And then I want you to decide for yourself why you love it and why you believe students would benefit from it. Next, I want you to determine how often students should practice based on your personal experience and what you know to be true about the Pilates philosophy. 
and then how is it exactly that they should practice within the framework of the studio or perhaps the studios that you teach in. All of this is key to not just selling your service, but sharing your excitement. This is what creates that, um, what I call the authentic invitation. And wherever and whenever that happens, we really want to be talking from a place of personal experience and truth. Each opportunity with a new student is a chance to educate them about this wonderful, invigorating, powerful, and life-changing, lifelong practice that they could engage in. It doesn't have to be an uncomfortable, often painstaking, I wish I didn't have to do this kind of experience. That authentic invitation can mean much more to us than just selling our service. The next thing that I would encourage you to do is to be sensitive to people's questions and concerns about affordability, but never assume that they can't afford what you are offering and therefore timidly telling them about private sessions or the more expensive price point options. If you truly believe that a student needs private instruction to be safe, to facilitate their goals, and to build a strong foundation, that's going to drive them towards a greater success, then you should never be afraid to say so. Your integrity as a teacher who is aligned with the Pilates philosophy actually demands it. And Joe wrote in his book, Return to Life, that everyone should be able to practice his method for 30 minutes a day without any expensive equipment or even leaving their home. And I wonder if you also believe that that's true. If you do, then you know that as a Pilates teacher, it's not your job to hold your students hostage to high price point privates just for the heck of it or even to keep them to yourself. Rather, more truly, it's your job to educate them and get them to a place where they can practice as often as possible and be well-versed in the method itself, which means that although private sessions might be where you believe they need to start, it's truly only a jumping off point. It also means that you are not afraid to recommend that they do privates because you are committed to where it will lead. So you have to have this full understanding, not only of the Pilates method, but the underlying philosophy. And then how do you use that as your foundation for making your authentic invitation? How do you use that to have the discussion about pricing and payment and scheduling with your students? Now, I want you to ask yourself whether or not you make recommendations based on your beliefs about the Pilates philosophy. And it's not, it's not, uh, you know, it's okay if you don't really know what your stance is on the Pilates philosophy, or if perhaps you don't even really understand it itself. But it is imperative that you discover what it means to you. And then ask this question of whether or not you're making recommendations based on that understanding or based on something else. How could you take your place as the expert and not just the salesperson? And I would venture to guess that the more clearly you understand the method and the philosophy, the easier it will be for you to really be the expert and give people the guidance that they're looking for without being afraid of what they're going to say. So I think you'll find that when you let your knowledge and inspiration guide you, fueled by the Pilates philosophy, and you formulate a clear vision for how your students should practice, then inviting them to work with you is actually 
a pretty awesome experience. So that's that. If you're interested in learning more about topics like this and other topics about developing your inner teacher or your technique geek, then go ahead and visit the Skillful Teaching website at skillfulteaching.com where you're going to find um, a myriad of free resources, a really cool free online course, as well as other resources to support you and your teaching.